Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and this is not just any episode. This is officially the first episode of 2022. Um, so that means it's going to be awesome, right? I mean, for, for sure, because who wouldn't start the year out with the best episode possible? I definitely would, but this episode is amazing. Um, today I have Sherry McAllister on and the woman, you guys, I don't want to ruin the like the plot here, but at one point in the episode, she mentions that she's interviewed Deepak Chopra on, on, on a podcast. Like she, <laughs> her resume of what she's done is insane and she is doing great things for chiropractic so I can't wait to tell you more about her and for you to hear our conversation um back to this whole we're in 2022 thing how are you feeling about the year peeps um you know I I have I have admitted to you before that I am a little bit of a cynical asshole mm, sorry for the children listening they just learned a new word cynical um and you know, I read, there was this moment in 2020, not moment, this garbage fire that I was warming my hands by in 2020 that I was like, well, I may have even said out loud, oh my gosh, I may have said 2021 can only be better. I might have, I might have jinxed us. Um, so I know what I don't want to do is be like, well, 2022 has got to be better, Right. And I feel like I'm being very mean to 2021. There were some really amazing things that happened. Um, really great lessons. Who, raise your hand if you did not learn an amazing life lesson in 2021. Nobody, right? Yeah, you learned something. You may not have liked how God made you learn it. Or Biden, whoever, whoever, whoever's on your dartboard right now. Oh my God, that was imply that God was on your dartboard. You know I was joking. I'm sorry, God. Um... But yeah, you know, it was a thing. It was a thing. And now we're about to do it again. And I feel like there's so much pressure, so much pressure at the beginning, isn't it? Like, I kind of like myself mid-year where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, we've got this stride and there's not this like, okay, now make it better. It's like, just keep improving. But like January, that like fresh start is like, well, I don't want a fresh start. I don't want a fresh start. I want to keep improving on what I've been doing because a fresh start means things could get worse. 
instead of getting better. So, hi, I'm Lauren. I'm the host of She Says Today. I have generalized anxiety. <laughs> Welcome. So, all right, today, anyway, back to 2022. I hope that you're optimistic. I hope you're not cynical or skeptical or any of those negative words. I hope that you are just manifesting abundance in and love. So start by taking God off your dartboard. You guys, that's not a good way to manifest good shit into your life. Love him. Don't throw darts. So today, um, I have Sherry McAllister on, and she serves as the president for the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. Now, you may have not heard of this, or maybe you're like the 29,000 people that she brings up um, who actually have heard and are supporting the foundation. I feel like a big old dummy because I haven't because they're doing really cool things. She shares kind of the, basically the goal of the foundation for chiropractic progress is positive press for chiropractic. And can I get an amen that we could all use a little positive press in our life, right? Everybody benefits, everybody. So it's a national not-for-profit organization that showcases the benefits of chiropractic care across multiple platforms. Dr. McAllister earned her master's in education from the University of California, East Bay, and is a graduate of Palmer College of Chiropractic West. Um, you know, the people who were smart and decided to go to chiropractic college in California or Florida or the warm places, not Iowa or Minneapolis or Chicago. Um, she also served as an associate professor there. Recently, she was appointed to Forbes Nonprofit Council. She's a frequent guest speaker for national conventions, corporate wellness programs, as well as business and healthcare alliances. She has served as a qualified medical examiner, expert chiropractic witness for the state of California, and has been in private practice in San Jose since 1996. Um, like I said, that bio does not even begin to touch the iceberg of what she has accomplished in chiropractic so far. Um, today's episode, she gives advice um, on a bigger scale of what chiropractic, you know, what we need to be doing and avoiding. But then also I help, you know, like kind of break it down to a micro scale of like, how do I have real conversations with medical doctors in my community. Like how, what, what are the words I say? Like down, you know, you know me, I break it down to the nitty gritty, like help a girl out. No, for real. What do I say? Um, so I think you're going to love this episode. I think it's a great way to kick off 2022. I think that it is full of optimism. You know, I joke. I'm, I'm an optimist. Sure. Sure. Um, I think it's, it's a great way to admire and honor where chiropractic is going um, and how far we've come. I feel like so often we as chiropractors tend to um, focus on a lot of the fighting or the animosity, uh, quote unquote, against us. Uh, we tend, Let's just be honest. We like to play the victim. And I love Sherry's attitude about like the future is bright. The future is so bright for chiropractic and we are truly, truly making progress um, on an individual level, on a broader career or profession level. And I'm just so thankful for people like her. So let's pray and let's do this. Everyone take a breath. No matter what you're doing, unloading the dishwasher, going for a run, driving. If you're driving, keep your eyes open, but still take a nice deep breath. Check in with your heart. Where's your heart at? 
Is it expanding and manifesting and pouring love into others? Take God off your dartboard. He doesn't deserve to be there. He loves you and he wants great things for you. He wants this year to be so full of not just life lessons, but full of love and human connection and connection with him and the amazing energy of the universe. Connect with it more. It's always there. Let this be a reminder that he, it, whatever, is always there for you to tap into. All you have to do is take that breath, check in with your heart, try to expand, feel, see if you can feel your positive energy bubble. Just like, can you push it out a couple inches bigger? Can you make it reach a little farther and touch and affect more people? You have that power. Never forget how special you are with what we do with our hands and how we go there with people. We connect to their energy. That is sacred. Like, I don't want someone coming and connecting with my energy unless they are holding that with honor and, like, sacredness. What we do is great, and we are so lucky to do it. And thank you for a new year, fresh start. Heck yeah, we got this. We are freaking resilient. Um, there's probably a Kelly Clarkson song, Stronger Than Yesterday. Cue the music, Kirby. Kidding, we're praying, that's inappropriate. I love you. You are loved. Love on others. Just keep on, just keep on doing this. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, crew. So here it is. Me and Sherry just changing the world, you know, just two gals chatting about chiropractic and uh changing the world. All right, enjoy. Alrighty. Well, Sherry, you are one of the amazing women that I met at the WDC. My listeners are probably so sick because I came home with like 10 new best friends. <laughs> and I want to jump right in because the thing that I thought was super cool was that you were a part of the Olympic commercial. And I know I literally told you as we were getting going that I like taking speakers off their talking points and you're probably so sick of talking about this. But not at all. I actually, it is, it's an exciting topic. So can you please give me the like timeline of getting you in the position where you're even in the role to do this? And then we can talk about the commercial. Beautiful. So first and foremost, we knew that the Olympics were coming up and we wanted to do something really big for the entire profession. And what does big look like? And you have to be realistic because when you put something and you get people excited, it's kind of like Christmas. It's mm -hmm. like you tell someone, oh, there's this great present under the tree. So you have to deliver. And when the team got together and started thinking about how do we broaden the base of who knows what about chiropractic and how do we bring that message as a positive light and something that people really can relate to, the thought was a lot of people are in pain in you know, the last couple of years have been very painful. So first and foremost, we wanted to bring, take them where they are right now. Many depressed, sad, isolated, you know, just kind of feeling the, uh, mm -hmm. and then take them to a place where dreams come true. So we first came about as the Olympics and it was a big <sighs> in the room. Cause we knew how much money that was going to be. 
Right. And are you allowed to share how much money? Oh, absolutely. The um, the uh, NBC broadcasting was um, the actual uh, production costs and um, was just over a million dollars with the production and the airing. Okay. So it's in that that doesn't include um, the edits and the advertising and all of the pieces that go with it. This is just a 30 second commercial that's going to be aired on NBC broadcast. One so time. Well, or that's what you're paying for. Yes. Yeah. And that's what you're paying for. So Whoa. the make it good. The big breath of who do we choose? How do we choose them? And what is the story we're going to tell? Right. And we decided that we would go with the top in the top three categories of production and cinematography. There was a recent recording um, advert commercial that was done with Bruce Willis. And we all saw it and we was like, wow, that's cool. Let's see if we can get them. And they'd never as far as I can remember, it has worked with a nonprofit and it's a different, it's a different story when you don't have $50 million lying around to go, Hey, let's bring in that special 3d camera. That's going to cost us a million dollars for five minutes of film. Um, and I'm just exaggerating, but that's the right, kind right, of, right. you yeah, know, yeah. they're, they're thinking a nonprofit. Oh, but they were fabulous and so, so talented. So now we need to come up with the story. And I got on the phone with Dr. Erica Witter Davis and I asked about her story in the Olympics and she literally brought tears to my eyes. When I heard her story, which was portrayed in the commercial as authentic as possible, I felt it in my heart and I thought, how much more powerful can you get to have a chiropractor who's an amazing athlete who suffered an extraordinary trauma that was going to take them out of their dream. And they basically said, sorry, you're not going to be able to compete. And she wasn't going to give up. And so she was going to try whatever it took to get back on the track. And within three days, she was back on the track. And it was just because there was a chiropractor there that changed her life. And when I heard the story, all I could think of, and you know, we had some, we had some fabulous people working with us on this. Once the story was heard, now it's translation time. And for, for those of you that want to know how difficult it is to get your message done in 30 seconds, try talking about everything you do for a living in 30 seconds or less. And you'll see that it's extraordinary to get it down to a 30 second spot. Plus you need to go through all the shots. You need dramatic pause. Absolutely. <laughs> and the music and the outfit, like the, the funny part was, and then this is just between us girls is you know, Eric has not been in um, Olympic performance mode for plus 15, 20 years. Yes. So when the producer came up and said, do we need a body double? I'm like, oh, uh, ooh. and as a woman, that's the last thing you want to have right. happen is you don't like my body. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, we're probably, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a mother of a Eagle Scout. And so it's always prepared, prepared, prepared. So I said, let's, let's go get a body double and let's, you know, it, it is what it is. It, this is showtime. Mm -hmm. So the body double shows up, drop dead gorgeous. And Dr. Erica Witter Davis shows up even better than the body <laughs> double. You're done, body double. Get oh, out. Go home. We're good. <laughs> so, I mean, 
here's a mother of two children, a chiropractor full-time, an Olympic athlete, and in top knot, running shape, gorgeous through and through personality, character, performance, chiropractor. I mean, you couldn't, it literally was a blessing from God for me is like it, the, the skies opened up and here's this it, more than anything. You built that an you entire wanted. commercial around someone that you hadn't even seen like recently. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We took this huge <laughs> risk. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Great. It is. And, and realistically, when you come right down to it, there's something special about chiropractic. And even if, and people have said it to me time and time again, as I cross the nation and meeting a bunch of corporate sponsors and chief executive officers and operational officers is they say, you know, every chiropractor I've ever met has not only been fit and fun, but they've been very charismatic and very talented in their, in their area. And I thought about it and it's pretty much true. Every time I come into an organization and there's a chiropractor there, they're top notch. Like, the, And I'm not trying to brag, but I am because we really are. We're extraordinary. Like it's very rare in our profession to not be bold, brave and beautiful. And really I mean, think that? I really think that I really, I truly feel like so many that. chiropractors right now. So many chiropractors right now, male and female, would be like, I do not feel bold and I do not feel brave, especially. Well, power them up. <laughs> Let's bring them into the mix and ask why. Because even when you and I met at the WDC, there was so many bold, brave women there that were willing to open up their hearts, their minds and their their pocketbooks to say, you know what, I, I want to make the profession a better profession, be strong and um, really get the messaging of what we do. And I, I actually really enjoyed being at that meeting because I saw things I didn't even think, like I never even thought of taking my hobby and making it an opportunity to mold with other people. Because in my mind, my hobby is I don't want to be with other chiropractors when I do my hobby. I just want to be. <laughs> Because they're going to think like me and I don't want to think with someone else who thinks like me. So one of my hobbies is running and I love running with people that, you know, they're so outside my world, like chief financial officers, crazy advertisers, um, a mother who makes vodka for a living. I mean, just crazy fun people that have nothing to do with health. Okay. So I can talk about eating tiramisu last night and not feel guilty. <laughs> I can show up with my diet coke. Exactly. Like you're gonna die. <laughs> and that that's the true story right there. So yes, um, as far as far as bold, brave, and beautiful, I believe our profession is full of bold, brave, and beautiful. And you're one of them. You're someone who said, you know what? Let's get right down to nuts and bolts. Let's talk about what's really out there and let's inspire people to be resilient. See, resilience is the key to what I love to do. And, you know, I know people have been in the downer and it's, it's really not what you do when you get knocked down. And this is not a phrase that I use lightly. It's, it's how you find yourself looking for the next crutch to get back up. And even for me, there's very few people on my board, which would even know that I lost three family members, very close family members in the last year. Mm -hmm. And I never missed a beat. And the reason was, is because you find your support, you grieve through life. And when my, I'm talking to my staff and I can feel an overwhelming, I'm going to burst into tears. I'll just put myself on, on mute, do my cry, get it over with and move right on. 
I mean, why hold back? The world's too short for that. And, you know, when you get down to how people really feel, it is they feel sad and they need to be lifted up and lifting people up is is one of the keys that the chiropractic profession does pretty darn well. And I couldn't be more grateful than the support that I have. And if there's someone listening to this call that needs support, reach out and find that support person because we're, we're in this together. And, and quite frankly, um, I had, a, I have two teenagers. They're, they're quite interesting because they keep me really honest, but I would say to them, <clears throat> you know, the world is full of very difficult obstacles to get through and finding someone that you can depend on that has a smile on their face. That's not going to drag you down even further because there's lots of downer Debbie's out there, mm-hmm. um, is, is really what we all need. Um, they said it best to me, haters are going to hate. And when you're in the media, boy, you get a lot of hate. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, get, scruff up a bit. So back to the commercial. <laughs> Speaking of media, there's like seven points in there that I want to circle back to. But so Erica shows up and she's mom. How did, so how did the, the execution and all that is an amazing commercial. Was there any, like, people who didn't want you to do it? Like, did you get any negative publicity or not publicity necessarily, but like organizations reaching out or that you heard of that were like, I can't believe that there's a chiropractor, any negativity around it? Zero. Oh, that's incredible. And, and I, I think it's primarily because everybody wants positive news and we're, we're hitting into a pandemic. I mean, this is crazy to even think we could even pull this off. Like even Tokyo didn't know they could pull it off. And I'm like, everybody's feet are on the ground. We all have a level head. Our hearts are full of benefits of things that we want to share with our consumer. And I don't give a rat's blank if um, there's negative energy out there because this profession deserves the best. Cinematography, production, camera, lighting, our wonderful Erica, um, they're all going to come together. And um, the question was, when, when Tokyo said, oh, we were like, we're we're not even sure we're going to have an Olympics. I'm like, we're going to make this work. And it's it, you know, I I gained for sure a few gray hairs. Hence, I keep having to light my hair lighter and lighter. (laughs) But we did it. And we did it because there was no thought that it couldn't be done. There was not a person who was either on the set, in the camera, editing, filming, doing anything of that nature that didn't think this couldn't be done. And at the end of the day, when we started getting Olympic athletes joining us to do their posters and their social media spots for free, we knew we were onto something big. 18 Olympic athletes joined this campaign to say, I love my chiropractor. I love my chiropractor. I love my chiropractor. And that's all, that's, that's all I heard for eight, for, for eight months was I'll do this. I'll do this. This is fun. I love doing this because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for my chiropractor. And all I could think is this is awesome. So then we went to um, the filming took place. And um, the one thing that, uh, that really was surprising and I'll be perfectly honest was that we won an award. (laughs) We didn't apply for an award. We didn't ask for an award. We just wanted to get the thing done. And when we got the gold- We gave you an award. 
So we, we have now won two out of the box, amazing awards. One was last month. So it takes time. I don't know if you know this, but the Olympic commercial was chosen to be in the best of Tokyo for free. And I said, Oh yes, you did tell me that. That's incredible. Four letter word free. Yeah. Gave us 10 30 second spots on that Sunday in the best of Tokyo. And I, I can only say with a really sincere level of appreciation that only happens when there's someone out there. Yeah. Chiropractic. Cause there's no, yeah. like we're, yeah, there's we're, some, we're a small like, nonprofit. Yeah, and you picked our commercial when you got visa, subway, MasterCard. I mean, this is crazy. So um, the first uh, award that we won, um, which struck us all is um, the Telly award. And she is a big, bold, beautiful award. Um, and she's gold. She's eight pounds. She came nice. literally almost with a security guard when it was delivered. Um, she, I mean, it's, they say, and I didn't really appreciate it until I got the award in my hand. They say that it's comparable to an Oscar. And when I took the, and I wrote, you know, um, certified, I received the award, you know, to the, to the officer that's passing me the, the, um, award from, um, delivery. And I'm thinking, wow, they take this really serious. And then I open the box and I'm like, Oh, I see why she is beautiful in every way, shape and form. And she's heavy and gorgeous. And you can go online and look up what does a telly award look like? It literally is the Oscars of commercials. I mean, it's, there are two pieces. So last month, what just happened was um, commercials get rated in videography. And as you know, when you watch the commercial, there are in and, and rewatch it because you'll see it differently. Once you once I tell you this, you can't unsee it. But videographers get rated by how they take the message and they portray the message. And when you watch the commercial, look at the video shots because the video angle and perception of view, it flips upside down. At the very beginning, when you watch that commercial, you will see the videographer taking artistic impression of when she was talking about when she was in pain. I know pain. It starts at your ankles and it travels up and you will see what the videographer did in that commercial of how he translated the artistic ability of what was being said to how it was being portrayed on film. And we won a gold video award. And that, that is, you, I mean, I'll be totally honest. I would never want to do this again because I don't know how we would do better because we won two gold awards and it would just suck to get like a bronze next year doing something different. Like we won two of the best awards you can win outside and inside the the PR and the marketing that that a commercial can get. So that video award, which by the way, I haven't I haven't received it. Um, we're hoping it comes for Parker Vegas in February. So I can hold that baby in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's as sexy and beautiful as the Telly Award. <laughs> I'm hoping for your sake too. Yes. <laughs> sounds amazing. So, okay, so let's take a step back. Foundation for Chiropractic Progress, non, the nonprofit. Um, how old is 
the foundation? Like, how did it start? Were you a part of founding it? Or like, how did you get involved with it? I'm so green within chiropractic. I'm like, I hadn't heard of this until I met you. I'm glad it exists. But how did um, it and, and many people feel the same way is because chiropractors are so deep into what they're doing with their patients mm-hmm. that when when you get outside your bowel, it's like you do what? I didn't even know that. What? You do. So glad you exist. So so our primary purpose is positive press for chiropractic. It was founded actually because of two things that were happening in the profession at the time. It's 19 years in existence and it started with the vision. So it was 2002, just roughly about where the vision came after infighting, imagine that in the profession mm-hmm. where they weren't agreeing on messaging and some of the messaging was actually getting us in trouble, literally in trouble. And the reality was the some of the amazing loves of the profession, which is my chairman, Kent Greenwald said, I'm going to put up my own money to hire an expert agency to help us with the, the messaging. because chiropractors are fabulous in teaching patients but it's hard to some of them are good at teaching patients right some (laughs) could use some work but yes some need some work yes but there's no lack of input let's just say that they're opinionated we're full of opinions yes and when it comes to translation in the PR and marketing world, it's a totally different thing. No one goes to the CEO and says, write us a script for a commercial. It doesn't work like that. And yet chiropractors think, oh, I've got the best idea for a commercial. And it, when you get down to marketing and cinematography and press, um, public relations, it's it's not what we think as chiropractors. It's what the experts who've done this in the field that work for Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Visa and MasterCard, they need to come together and say, mm, I don't think you want to do that. That's going to translate really poorly in the consumer's eye. And point of view is critical. And from our point of view, we're the best thing since sliced bread. But yeah. The reality is that's not going to work in the consumer driven audience. So you have to know your audience. You have to have someone who's really talented in advertising and you need someone in the public relations to bring our message out in a positive light where it's a viable opportunity for the consumer to go. Hmm, I never thought about that chiropractic. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about a chiropractic but I mean, some of them don't even say the word right. And I'll I'll be honest, that's okay. We love you too. So when I get back to the the question that you asked is um, the foundation needed to be solid in experts that are not chiropractors. Mm. So that's where Chairman Kent Greenwald and Foot Leveler said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I want to get butts in seats at clinics across the nation. And how did I get involved? Literally, I, I, I was asked if I would volunteer to be at an event, and I met the PR agency, and um, I started doing whatever they asked me to do. Can you help me here? Can you add some editorial there? Um, my background is in cellular molecular microbiology. So I understand the research really quickly and I can flip it to a consumer's perspective pretty quickly, because if you confuse your consumer, 
there's no point in the messaging. And lo and behold, it wasn't, but I don't know, five months later, they said, would you be interested in doing more? At the time, my office was doing really well. I was pretty happy and I'm just living the life of a chiropractor. But then I thought, you know, if everybody stopped doing more, we wouldn't have the profession growing. And so I reluctantly said, yeah, I'll do a little bit more. And then all of a sudden it was like I fell in love. I fell in love with, you know, building the awareness across the nation because it's so important to get the research out. Like research is not important unless someone knows about it, period. Mm -hmm. End of story. It doesn't matter how good you are as a chiropractor. If someone doesn't know you exist, it doesn't matter. And all of a sudden I saw what the profession really needed was not a fight, but was an opportunity to create greater awareness with the research that was out there. And then things started to come together. So it started, you had said like in 2002, and there was a fight going on within the profession. So, and the goal was to kind of get, which I don't know has been solved yet. Um, Hopefully it's getting better. But also, so you talk about good press. Yes, I think chiropractors create our own bad press, but like kind of the elephant in the room is like, what about those, um, those MDs over there? Like how you talk about how we communicate well with our patients, but like, have you learned that like, we do a sucky job at communicating with other healthcare professionals also? Uh, uh, well, yes. And, and what drives me, and I've, I've said this several times is I don't like using quotes because I think sometimes they, they fall flat because people don't really truly understand them. But one of the things that really did drive me when I started the foundation is one day, one of my mentors had sent me a quote and the quote was the secret to change is to focus all of your energy. I'm going to repeat all of it, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that was a a quote from Socrates. And I'll be perfectly frank. um, I use that quote every day in my mind because there's a lot of negatives that, that want to pull us backwards Mm -hmm. and your intelligence is measured on what you do. And intellectual property is what's in every chiropractor's head on what they're taught in school. And Albert Einstein would say the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. And when I put these two mastermind philosophical individuals together, then the reality was we have to change. We have to change the way we think. We have to change the way we do things and we have to move forward. And you guys can all bicker over here because I have no um, willingness to go backwards. It's all about where do we want to be? And chiropractors use it like to hold on to the past. Cause like, here's the deal. I graduated chiropractic school in 2010. Like, yes, it was like, is are things better now? I believe than then of course, but like, it's not like I was affected by the 1991 blah, 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 Supreme court thing. Like, you know, so do you think that chiropractors like to hold on to pointing the finger at the medical community as part of the reason that they're not successful. If you're not successful, um, I think you, you have to, by my nature of the beast, you have to blame someone. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
that's where I think you needed someone to come into the foundation and give the chiropractic perspective to those um, public relation people, to the experts in marketing to say, here's, here's where we want to go. Now, chiropractors like to make things complicated. Where do we want to go? Hold on, hold on. Yes, we do. Where, where do we want to go? What did you tell them? Take, take away the fighting and build on the reality that the future is bright that there's a lot of medical doctors who are willing to keep an open mind and an open heart. And yes, I've met many that are Camargians who just like, yeah, whatever you guys are quacks. You'll always be quacks in my mind. I don't really care what they think at the end of the day. Um, it's, it's a positive moment when I get in a room with a chief executive officer and he says, why do I care what you have to sell? And then my light bulb goes on. Because I've got the research, I've got the talent, and most importantly, I have the passion to bring our chiropractic profession all the way through this conversation, which is your return on investment, our patient satisfaction rates, the actuarials that are coming out that showcase chiropractic is a safe and effective alternative to what you're currently paying in adverse events which is your hospital stays, your accidents, and your neuromusculoskeletal complaints. And all of a sudden, the light bulb goes on. Okay, everyone listening, you need to like, make sure you rewind and listen and like write down those points that you just went through because you, like, I feel like you just nailed it. We get in front of whether it's, you know, the whatever opportunity we have. And we want to talk about like the nervous system and how it improves all function and quality of <laughs> life. And those are the things that I love talking to my patients about. But you talked business. You talked dollars. Like, and that's what they talk healthy and then it's like but healthy equals this for you and like and satisfaction so like yes okay totally, totally critical and to bring my entire chiropractic posse with me one piece that kept getting broken was that the chiropractor wanted to spend 55 minutes telling a legislator what they need to know about chiropractic and let me be perfectly honest if you can't learn from the greats, you're missing out. Albert Einstein's quote is, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. You have one minute to break the barrier for that legislator. They don't have time to listen to the definitive chiropractic resource manual 2.0, which is what we put together um, this year with Dr. Carl Cleveland and all of the researchers. But they don't have time to listen to that. They got time to say, why do I care, McAllister? Give it to me straight. Hmm. Your patients care because it's their health. To broaden our scope of practice and open up the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of those that are going to push the chiropractic agenda, they need you to feed it to them in 30-second sound bites because they, they have 200 bills that they have to look at. I mean, imagine someone saying, um, you're going to vote on a bill that has 1100 pages and you've got 24 hours to read the bill. What? So right. that was the legislative part. I don't do any politics. I only educate. And I say that in a very sincere way when the legislators who are very talented and our two national organizations 
go out and they do advocacy work, I am so sincerely grateful to them because that's not what I do. And I hope that they'll be grateful to us by using our materials because they've been well documented to hit the landmark moments that we are going to be able to give you what you need. Tell me what your needs are and we will deliver on it. So prior to the Olympic commercial, what were some of like the highlights of like positive press that the foundation helped make happen or, you know, did? Well, the first part, since I've been with the foundation, I finally, this is my fifth anniversary this month um, with the foundation. So I'm moving into my sixth year, which is pretty amazing because I, I really thought I was just going to be hanging out doing yeah. some volunteer work for <laughs> where I am today. Got me. Um, I'm going to start with some of the highlights for me is um, when I started, there were 12 states that were working with the foundation. We now have 46 state That's associations. Incredible. That's amazing. When I started, we had 8,000 members. We now have 29,255. You have 29,000 members? members? It is one of the, the highlights in my heart of, I just want everybody to know everyone's included. If you're on this, if you're listening right now, you're part of the posse. You are part of what makes us great is this, this whole foundation is about unite and prosper. The DC in the past was divide and conquer. That's mm -hmm. really what it meant. This foundation is totally different. I love you. I want you to be successful. I want you to get the messaging out and I want you to do it practical, ethically, honestly, morally ter turpitude strong in being able to maximize the passion you have. If you don't have passion for this profession, get out. I mean, this is the, everybody needs the energy and fulfillment and inspiration to carry this beautiful message. Look, when you meet an opioid drug addicted patient, and I've been on the road for three years doing opioid lectures. One of my highlights was the third annual world Congress for the opioid summit. And it's almost a laughable moment. And I'm okay if you laugh about this, but when I got asked, I thought 30 minutes to do, to highlight the benefits of chiropractic. Woohoo! And the, and the, um, the fellow said, no, no, no. I think you're misunderstanding. Um, so this is a very serious um, conversation. I'm like, Oh, oh what did I, I'm thinking to myself, did I not sound serious? Um, he said, we're giving you 30 minutes and you're going to cover all non-pharmacological options for opioid 30 reduction. Minutes. 30 minutes. And all I can think of is, is this a joke? Is this a serious The whole joke? goal of this thing is to reduce opioid? In the whole three days was managed by politics, pharmaceutical companies, and chief medical officers of hospitals dealing with adverse events and death. So when they brought me in, here's the shiny beacon of light who gets 30 minutes. I literally said, I can't be selfish because we're not the only option. So I called every single president from the American Physical Therapy Association. Yes, my colleagues, I know you wanna pull my hair out, but the reality is, they play a part. The yeah. International Association of Yoga Therapists, the American Society of Acupuncturists, and the American Massage Therapy. I called their presidents and said, I have 30 minutes. 
You'll need to get me two slides, short talking points. You get five minutes in my 30 minute presentation. If I don't get it by tonight, you will be non-represented because that's the goal that they gave me. And that's mm -hmm. the opportunity I'm opening up with an open heart and an open mind to say patients are the, the, um, the center of this. And if we can't take ourselves out of the selfishness of we're the only answer to the question, then the patient's going to suffer. Mm -hmm. Every single president had it within 10 hours to me. And that presentation was an awe. There wasn't a chair empty in that World Congress. And there wasn't a chief medical officer who didn't go, wow, I didn't know. So at the end of the day, I got to hand out over a thousand white papers on chiropractic at that event to, to not, not a consumer, to a chief medical officer of a hospital or someone who is running hundreds of clinics as an option. And I represented chiropractic, but I was representing non-farm options. And so when I think about a highlight and I see the mother's tears in her eyes because she lost her 16-year-old opioid overdose, that drove me for three years. And it was depressing. It's depressing to watch dope sick. It's depressing to see the turmoil our country has gone through because they were lied to. They were totally and completely caught off guard by this. And most of this problem was caused because of politics. Really? <laughs> the FDA had every responsibility to ensure the safety of Americans. And yet they put the fifth pain, the fifth vital sign is pain, starting the whole turmoil. And then they put someone like the Sackler family who are always looking out for their own best interests as the lead on Oxycontin. So to me, it is a sick, sick, sick environment in every way, shape or form. And the patient has to be centric in this communication process. And as the foundation, we did everything we could to ensure the legislators and politicians were aware that there's a better answer. And one of them came with the um, introduction of September as Drug-Free Pain Management Awareness Month. We wanted to get that plastered everywhere so that we could bring about an awareness that there are ways to deal with pain without having to do drugs. In proclamations and resolutions across the nation, including that we just did an, at FCA, the national, which was the, um, we did a dose of reality. And it was talking, literally, we brought the um, attorney general, Ashley Moody, into the conversation and asked her to fight with us. And she's a fighter. She put her boxing gloves on and said, I'm taking this issue on. I'm taking the chiropractors with me. I'm absolutely 100% behind Drug Fee Pay Management Awareness Month. And we need to continue to get this conversation of non-farm options into every single community, period. End of story. So if I am a chiropractor, I am a chiropractor, um, but let's say that I want to do some real work in my town, right? Okay, so like I'm not working with legislators or politicians, but I do want to have more of a collaborative relationship with the medical providers, the nurses, you know, in our area. So where are some of the area like 
where do we really falter in our conversation? Like one-to-one, like I'm at a chamber event and I meet someone and they're like, oh, you're a chiropractor. Like, you know, like where do we start to, how, where do we falter? And then like, how, what is the minute thing that we give them? You know, here, keep it simple, but like, what's your advice on that? Well, step one is you need to be well-versed. So you can't walk into this thinking, oh, you know what? I got this and think that you're going to rip off a 30 second commercial in your head without practicing. Practice in the mirror, practice all day long, figure out what you want your talking points to be. What do you want them to really know? Like start simple. What do you want them to know when they walk away from talking to you? What's the one, two or three things that you want them to walk away with? And no more than that. Keep okay. it really simple. Okay. We're going to address that first. Cause okay. We're going to have to do a good job of keeping on track because I'm loving what you're saying. Um, so what if my thing is that I don't want to talk about opioids and I don't, nobody get mad at me for saying that. Like, I love that chiropractors are doing this, but like, what if I'm like, I want them to send me pregnant women and babies. I'm, I'm assuming that like, I don't get to pick those as my talking points because it's well, just you, you so do. No, this is your world. Remember I, I'm, I'm walking I'm into working. your world. So step number one, first, you have to focus on what you want. And I call this, um, as you, as you walk through life and you start thinking about your future, you have to manifest what you want. And, and this is a way to, when you walk into a room, manifest what it is that you want this outcome to be. When I walk into a room and I know there's corporate 100s in the room, the one thing that I want to manifest for me is I want someone to hire chiropractors. I want someone to come up to me and say, I want to do a pilot project. I've never had a chiropractor before. I know nothing about it. What do I do? How do I do it? What do I pay them? What's their qualifications? How big of a room do they need? That's what I manifest. Okay. So that they'll come to me. When you walk in a room, first step, what do you want? Well, you want more patients. Let's just say, for example, you're a chiropractor in practice and you want more patients in your office. Okay. Step one, let's get more detail. Now for you, let's say I want more pregnant patients. Great. So what you want to start talking about when you meet that person, and let's say they run a local health clinic, um, you know, down, down the street from my office is what's called the Indian health center. And I remember one of my chamber of commerce meetings is, is that I wanted to get more of their patients coming into me because I knew they didn't offer chiropractic care. And I thought, well, how am I going to get them to, to bring more patients over? So when I started talking to her, I asked her, well, what are some of the, the common cases that you see and how do you treat them? Bingo. When you want to get something, you don't tell them what you want. You ask them what you want. Okay. That's a very important point. The art of persuasion is to ask, not to tell. No one wants to be told, you send me new patients now. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to have their voice heard. So I asked, what were some of the things that, that you're facing? What are a lot of the complaints that you have? One of them that um, she talked about was low back pain. Now, that's a wingdinger. As soon as someone says that, then you say, and how is that being treated currently in your, well, we will usually use, you know, some heat and check up with them, maybe some physical therapy and in that, in that sort of thing. And I said, okay. And um, do you have a lot of physical therapies on staff? No, the one that we have is like six, six weeks booked. 
oh, now I walk through the door. See, I've asked, I've not told, I've mm-hmm. created an, an awareness of what their problem is. Now I have to fill the gap. What's the solution? And is there a chiropractor on your staff right now? I already knew because I already looked it up because I already knew they were going to be at this meeting. First and foremost, be prepared. And she said, oh, no, we don't. We actually, we were thinking about hiring one, but, you know, we don't have the funding. And I said, oh, um, just just so you're aware, I'm going to pass you my card. I'm just down the street and I'm certainly willing to do some intakes for you. And I would be even willing to come on to your clinic um, with no charge to do some consults and even work with either your physical therapist or the um, the uh, nurse practitioner who I know does the triage. Wow. That was it. I mean, mm-hmm. overnight, you could have built your practice right there. So what I'm going to ask you and all your audience is manifest what you want and then try to keep it really simple. So I, I like to go back to the greats and I keep pushing the greats because you have to learn from a mentor and you have to find that mentor that's going to kind of keep, keep pushing you. Albert Einstein was the first to say, think through this. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. You must keep moving through these conversations and you must actually, to be quite honest, screw a few of them up. Literally feel good about it. That person just walked away and they'll never talk to me again. Good for you because you're not going to learn until you start doing it. Be bold, be brave, but most importantly, be beautiful. It means it's got to come from the heart. You're not looking to, you know, stash your pockets full of cash. You're looking to help a community take on an opioid epidemic. And if you don't want to take on the opioid epidemic, don't have that conversation. You want to help pregnant women? Let them know that 57% of pregnancies have low back pain. And I'm looking to help those pregnant women live a life that is is strong and pain-free so they can do their activities of daily living in a purposeful way, enjoying life and not stressing the fetal um, health tissue out. Boom. I feel like as a, I was going to call myself a new graduate and then I'm like, no, I'm not. Yes, Um, you are. We're always new graduates. (laughs) So I feel like when I talk to new grads, there's this like shiny chiropractic part of that's like all cash and pediatric and prenatal. And we don't like, it's almost like gross if you um, treat pain because we, and we're not even supposed to say the word treat, whatever, you know, like, have you gotten that impression from some, like, it's almost like chiropractors are like, pain is so below us. I only want to talk about nervous system function. And if I reduce it to pain, I'm not having a big enough conversation. Well, if you didn't come to chiropractic and have experienced lower back pain that literally left you almost paralyzed in a seat, you won't understand this conversation. So it will be something that you're going to have to walk through. The reality is there's 50 million Americans right now that are suffering with chronic pain. So you have to meet those people where they're at if you want to help them move and live through Um, a stronger, better life. There's 20 million Americans that are suffering with high impact pain. And many chiropractors will never know what is high impact pain. 
I don't know. Why are you even talking about it, McAllister? The truth is high impact pain is absolute decline in quality of life. Those high impact patients want to commit suicide because living life like this is not worth it. And when I talk to patients that are living the high impact pain scenario, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for them to get them to live a life that I have. Mm-hmm. And when someone thinks that it's beneath them, think that that's someone's grandmother, mother, or child that's suffering that you can help in an easy and modified way because they're living on day-to-day gastrointestinal upset from the massive amount of medication. They don't know there's another answer out there. So when you want to talk about denoting the reality that I'm above pain, realize that the whole profession was brought to fruition right now because patients saw us as an opportunity to get their quality of life back. And that's the job every chiropractor has, increase the quality of life, period. End of story. Whether that patient is, I'm going to kill myself today because I can't live through another day, or I want to run a marathon at my peak performance, or I am a SWAT team member who can't put their belt on and they're ready to go out and save the world. Who are we to choose that patient? in their quality and how they're coming to you. That is meet them where they are and take them with you on where you want them to go. Be humble, be kind, be gracious, because you don't know if tomorrow you're going to end up being that chronic mm-hmm. high impact pain patient, because our road is not justified. Accidents happen. And would you want tomorrow, if you were even for one day disabled, to have someone write you off as this, this conversation is beneath me. I don't treat pain is that person needs help. And they're asking, they're begging, they're pleading for answers. And I met a lady in Washington, DC at um, the, what's called the pain, the American pain strategy program. And she was a veteran. Uh, she was a very young veteran who got pulled out because of a massive, unfortunate accident. And she was vibrant, beautiful young girl. And she said, I'm tired of being passed off as I'm neurotic, I'm mentally ill, and this pain is not real. And it wasn't until I met a chiropractor who cared for me, who loved telling me how my life could be changed, that I'm here today to support chiropractic and make sure that our benefits are being realized and that chiropractic can be part of that conversation. So that's where I want those doctors of chiropractic to think is that you have a realm of opportunity, but don't dismiss that pain is real and people are suffering. Hmm. Really well put. So what is next? Another commercial in the Winter Olympics? We've got an adjusted reality podcast. What's really interesting and very epic is we started 2021 with adjusted reality, trusted by the adjusted. And it was an influencer conversation, a podcast that would bring in celebrities, influencers, thought leaders, and healthcare providers that would give a fun, relatable opportunity to health. Just being able to have these open conversations with people around the nation that have had experiences that we wanted to share. And what we realized, the fastest growing audience is 11 years old, 
to 29. If you don't understand the legacy of chiropractic, it's to build the future at the young age so that when in fact they look to their healthcare for answers on how to increase their wellness, who are they going to look for? They're going to look for the chiropractors because they're cool and they're hip and they're big on TikTok. <laughs> so Adjusted Reality was born. We brought in all sorts of interesting people, Deepak Chopra, the fittest man in the world, Chris Froning, and then some of the major neurological um, experts that talk about pain or talk about addiction or talk about the discovery of how the left and right brain works. Fabulous. Didn't see it coming. The fastest growing audience, as I said, podcast, 11 to 29 year old. And all of a sudden season one was born and we just thought, let's just see if it works. Then season two started off and then we ended up winning a healthcare award for best in class. We got a bronze award of digital healthcare podcast And the, some of the judges were like the American medical association, AARP. Optum, Blue Shield, Blue Cross. I mean, it's amazing. And they had over 700 entries and we were just baby. We just started out. We had like 10 episodes, had no idea where we would fall. And we won bronze. First award gold was the Katie Kirk story. Oh with, with, I mean, how do you compete with that? Yeah. They have a billion dollar plus budget. Second was the COVID-19 med page story. Um, they have 800,000 physicians that, that are members that could get that story out. And, and the third place bronze winner, uh, the foundation for chiropractic progress. I mean, how do you, I mean, it, it, to me, it's shocking. And it's only because our, our profession, our profession did this. There's no other way to say it. Our profession decided to pick up, buck up and share adjusted reality because they care to their patients to say, and it's a fun thing. It's not, it's not like you're, I'm driving someone away from chiropractic. I'm driving them in, in a gentle, very kind way to say, there's different ways to think about your health. And we bring in these like Deepak Chopra loves chiropractic. How oh can you God. not get him on? So, you know, we're, we're constantly developing that relationship. With you these get to Deepak Chopra? I'm who, sorry, say that again. Host? Who's the host? Yours truly. You got to interview Deepak Chopra? I did. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. I'm and it's just as fun for me to be with someone like you than to have a celebrity like Deepak. It's, it's really wonderful. I mean, to me, as my mom always told me, everybody puts on their pants the same way and they're all gracious and kind and some have more resources than others. And to bring in these celebrities, um, you know, the the seven time um, Olympic champion and uh, Theron Fleury hockey player or if you don't know who this is, you need to look him up because most of the females on this call right now are not going to know who this is. DJ. Townsell. Okay. Look him up. It will, it will be mind boggling. He is a former NFL player. So he's a football hero and he now turned into yoga for his inner self growth. Why is that important? Because he's into acrobatic aerobic yoga and he's trying to build a following 
of his own, which are black men that think they're too tough and rough and cool to do yoga. And I'll tell you, I've had several Uber and Lyft rides where I talk about, oh, our Adjusted Reality podcast is now in its second episode. We have professional um, ho- hockey and, and football players. They're like, what football player? And then I'll say, oh, well, DJ Townsville. Oh, yeah, he was really cool. And I said, well, now he's into yoga. Yoga, no way, man. I'm not doing yoga. And I'll say, interesting that you say that. I think you need to listen to Adjusted Reality because he talks about how black men don't do yoga. And how when they do do yoga, they see a whole different realm of their flexibility, their balance and their stability and how they become better athletes and stronger bodies. And I said, have you seen the body of DJ Townsville? (laughs) And they're like, really, what does he look like? And then I'll pull out my cell phone and I'll show him, you know, less than 10% body fat, super ripped, a gorgeous man inside and out, a beautiful face, beautiful heart, and just willing to help people be the best they can be philosophically and aerobically. And if you don't think yoga is going to give you this, then I think you're misunderstanding the wealth of knowledge and expertise that's out there. So please listen to my pod, my podcast. And I will guarantee they're like, what's it called again? And they're typing it in. This is a conversation you're having with your Uber driver. With my Lyft driver. And every chiropractor can have the same impact. What do we want for our patients? We want them to be healthy and strong. I think you are a born saleswoman. I think what's the phrase you could sell snow to an Eskimo or something. There you have it. She just and now the Uber driver is gonna become yoga. And yoga. they Uber drivers apparently come in contact with up to twenty thousand people a year. So what conversations could come up in those twenty? Have you listened to this new podcast that just came out, Adjusted Reality? I mean, that's, that's why I want every chiropractor in the universe. Podcasts are selling the reality of today's life. And when you get to the 11 year old, like in my day, it was the radio, right? We didn't have a choice. The radio is what we listen to. Now they get to pick and choose what they want to listen to. Now they have a choice of what podcast they want to listen to. Why don't we ask and say, have you listened to adjusted reality podcast? It brings in all of the things we want them to hear about health and strength and balance and nutrition. We had Monica Renegal, who is the New York Times best chef in the in in the nation, talk about nutrition and building out what what does today's world need in a fast paced marketplace on nutrition and how do you cook quickly the the what your what your family needs to eat or wants to eat. Um, and it, you just have to keep kicking it around and figure out what the consumer wants to listen to. And I will tell you, one of the, the top two most listened to are the current mental health ones, the mm-hmm. Theron Fleury's that are out there that are willing to talk about their mental health, unfortunate um, experiences and how that changed their lives. And you can't ignore. And then if someone would say to me, Sherry, how does mental health have anything to do with chiropractic? Take them where they are and bring them where you want them to be. When they're suffering, they're suffering. Don't ignore that suffering. Bring it in closer. Let's talk about mental health, suicide. Let's talk about isolation and depression. And when there's also um, some other experts that come on that talk about your left and right brain, how important it is. Heidi Havik, who, who trained your brain out of pain. I mean, fabulous topics that you want your patients to listen to. And 
let them think about you as the chiropractic expert when they're listening to adjusted reality and be graciously aware that that chiropractor is the center of their universe when they listen to adjusted reality, because we bring it in really gently and we wind it up so that we continue to share this adjusted reality podcast with anybody. It, it's, it's a relatable podcast to just bring them in and get them comfortable with chiropractic. Oh, awesome. And can you find it everywhere? You can go to any um, Apple podcast, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Buzzfeed. Um, just Google it. Adjusted Reality. There's only two there. It's not the clothing company. It's the podcast. The Adjusted Reality clothing company. I I speak it. I, my, my sons have the clothing because then they ask, what's Adjusted Reality? And it's a clothing company, but it feeds nicely into a conversation all about what the podcast is about. Yeah. Oh, Sherry, thank you so much. You are cool. You're really cool. <laughs> and as are you. <laughs> um, I am just so grateful that you took that leap um, to spend time away from your practice that was doing really, really well. And I'm sure is still doing amazing and to be a part of this. And I'm so happy that the foundation exists. If somebody wanted to join and support the foundation, how much does it cost? How do they join? Fabulous question. Love it. Join our family, become part of the answers to the consumer's questions now by going to F for the number four cp.org slash package. And it'll pull up all of the variations from being a um, contributor. You can choose if you want all of it customizable, become a gold member. You know, the best part about joining the foundation is every dollar as a nonprofit literally goes into advertising. So there's a lot of people that join altruistically. Some are retired. They just love that we're getting the message out. If you want to execute on a plan and you want to have it all customizable and be able to put your name on a poster and put it out into a high school gymnasium with an Olympic athlete and your name, become a gold member. It's $100 a month. Best investment you'll ever make. I guarantee it because I'm with you. Every dollar has to count. And if you put your dollar in, it goes out in advertising, whether it's a magazine like Yoga Journal that you'll see DJ Townsend in very, very early in 2022. Or it's simply just paying to um, to uh, put our um, ad in the, for example, the Journal of Nurse Practitioners. Chiropractic works. It's patient. It's patient centric. It's safe and effective. Nurses need to know, and we need to get our messaging out. So your money helps you in your community to be the expert, but helps us get the message out to every patient that needs chiropractic care. And we deserve to treat the entire nation. We deserve to be the first option in healthcare, period. So join us at forcp.com slash package, and you will be able to join our family today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. You were a delight. And I know our listeners got so much out of this. I mean, I always kind of joke. I'm like, if they didn't, I did. I got a ton. <laughs> They're all about me anyways. All right, she slayers, please go check out the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. Um, contribute, join, do what you can. I know I'm going to. Um, and I can't believe I didn't 
know about the 29,000 other chiropractors knew about this before me. Um, so I will definitely make sure because I think it's amazing. And Hey, if you um, want to open up your media branch to social media and you need um, help, uh, bring me on in and I'll, I'll help. Outstanding. Steven, yeah. All right. She slayers until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. <laughs>